Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You may have heard of the term trickle-down economics. But when it comes to toxic workplaces, I've begun to believe in the process of trickle-down nightmares. We may lose our minds at the hands of a workplace nightmare and struggle to understand how they're still employed in the first place. The truth is, they're often still there because a step above them, there's another nightmare, allowing them to stay. And above that nightmare, there may be another, and so on. This is exactly what Chriselle encountered after years of working for the same company. My name's Sam Blacker, and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. We started off the work relationship as um, she was very chummy, very supportive, very encouraging. And then it kind of just went south real quick, um, where I felt like I didn't know who I was working with anymore. While she didn't intend to find herself in this workplace, Chriselle didn't initially mind it. When I first started working there, it was fun, honestly. Um, I was a college student. I was maybe 19 years old when I first started working there. And I had so much freedom to take breaks whenever I needed to or whenever I was finished with my work and had so much autonomy in how I completed my work. So it was a, a great change and it really did start off as a great job opportunity. But after a while, Chriselle encountered her first low-level nightmare. The first problematic person that I encountered was Jay and she was someone that I worked directly with. I was partnered with her. And she was problematic because I realized how two-faced she was. The two-faced nightmare always starts the same. Positive to begin with. We started off the work relationship as um, she was very chummy, very supportive, very encouraging. And then it kind of just went south real quick, um, where I felt like I didn't know who I was working with anymore. This wasn't something early on in her career, by the way. They'd worked together for a long time until a change seemed to prompt Jay's transformation. So it started to go south working with Jay when I returned from my maternity leave. Everyone in the company just kind of knew that when you return from any type of leave of absence, it could take up to a month before you have systems access and that you're really back in the flow of working again. But Jay beaded a personal issue with me. Like, it was my fault that I wasn't able to do work. And this issue with Chriselle manifested in a number of ways. And very quickly, um, she was 
micromanaging me and telling people that I wasn't doing anything. She was trying to pile on a lot of busy work that wasn't part of my responsibility. And that's not to say that I just wasn't trying to do work that I'm not supposed to do, but we have a role that is responsible for it. So it was more like she's just trying to give me all the work. But Jay didn't stop there. She'd go on to throw Chriselle under the bus. When it came time to have my monthly one-on-ones with my actual manager, and she actually told my manager that I wasn't doing a good job, that I wasn't returning my work on time, and that I was returning it with a lot of errors, and that I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Chriselle was thrown by this, but hoped to resolve it with her manager. She was shocked by the response she received. I asked my manager, can you give me some examples? And it was very clear that I was being, I was caught off guard. And my manager said, oh, I don't know. You'll have to ask her for examples. So after being given what we can all agree is terrible advice, Chriselle went on to discuss things with Jay. And that's when things got weirder. I went to Jay and told her, hey, I want you to know that if there's anything that I could be doing differently, anything that I need to work on or improve on, I need to know so that I can be better at my job and support you better. So when I confronted her, I guess you can say, um, she just said, no, I think everything's fine. So after being straight up lied to, Chriselle had to return to her manager and things did not get easier. But when I went to my manager, it was even more unsettling because after I told her what happened and how she didn't acknowledge what the original feedback was, my manager just said, oh, well, you need to figure it out with her, but was still holding me accountable for like self-regulating or correcting whatever action that I had gotten the negative feedback on. By now you might be realising Chriselle had already encountered the next level of nightmares in her workplace. My manager was the second problematic person and we'll call her G. And that was the beginning for the issue with me, absolutely. And the G and J issue continued. It continued where Jay kept giving negative feedback on me, wasn't providing uh, any examples, and my manager G was not doing her due diligence. On top of that, G started to cause Chriselle financial issues. So it came to our annual incentive time, and amongst the group, everyone saw me as kind of a senior associate. And when I had the compensation conversation with G, she told me, oh, well, you didn't meet your sales goals. So this is what your incentive payout is, which was the lowest that I'd ever received in like a 10-year time period. Shocked by this, Chriselle investigated. Managers always seem to think employees don't share information. But they do. So I took it upon myself to research how other members on the team did in terms of meeting their sales goals because that's all public information within the company. And I wasn't even near the bottom. So I asked around and found out that 
my peers that did um, less than I was, that were more junior to me, um, actually made more of an incentive than I did. Frustrated and at a loss, Chriselle decided to escalate things. I spoke to G's manager about the situation and it was really disappointing. G's manager was another person that said that I should be reconciling with Jay. And in that conversation, that person who we shall call M was someone that I had respected up until that point. When I had that one-on-one conversation about the situation, M's response to the to my issue really made clear that the culture flows from the top. As things continued, the toxic environment began to take a toll on her. It actually made me feel very ill on a mental, emotional, and physical level. I was depressed because I felt helpless. And I was, it actually made me feel very sick at the end of every day. Like I would go home from work and I would just need to be in a dark room, quiet by myself. And I would isolate myself and my family, not even have dinner because I just needed so much time to decompress from the toxic work environment. But still she tried, even filing a formal complaint. Naturally though, the company handled this in a way that benefited the managers over Chriselle. So when it boiled down, employee relations said, well, we can talk to G about your complaint, but we'll have to name you. So I didn't have the option to stay anonymous in the complaint at that point. Refusing to give anonymity is a choice by management. Believe me, I know it can be given to complainants when it helps the company. But as this went on, Chriselle finally gained employment elsewhere and escaped. And it would seem many others did as well. The people that reported to G all left. It's been about two years since I left that team. And I want to say that the team has gone through 100% attrition. And that includes G. She ended up retiring. But while G is gone, J remains. J continues to work there and continues to be an issue. When I left, J went through two more partners and everyone knew that well if you're going through all these people that are working with you and you continue to have the same issues then the issue lies with you. To Chriselle the problem with her former employers is pretty obvious. But there's this culture that they pedestalize the salesperson and the analyst is kind of like the um the scapegoat. But regardless of the issues, she's doing much better now. I've had enough distance that I feel fantastic. Um, Leaving that situation um, really made me stop seeing myself as a victim and start to see where I could make a change. Stop looking at the parts that I couldn't control. Like Jay's always going to be a jerk. G's always going to be useless. M's always going to be the enabler for all these people and stop looking to them to help me and just help my damn self. Nightmares will enable each other. That's what they do. They'll help the others linger around because it helps them to keep doing what they're doing. Luckily, Chriselle was able to escape. But if you find yourself in a multi-level nightmare situation, my advice is run. A big thank you to Chriselle Valenzuela for today's story. Chriselle is a multidimensional medium who helps people heal and create a heart-centered relationship with spirituality and themselves through psychic development as self-care 
energy healing, and past life regression. If you appreciated this story, feel free to give it a review or rating online. And if you have a story you'd love to share, let me know and we can work through it. See if we can keep it anonymous and make it available for others to hear. Send me a message at my website, samblacker.com or via Instagram. I work with a nightmare on Insta. I'll be back in a month with another nightmare. Until then, good luck at work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.